What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack the second you sign up. They'll send them out in the post here, and you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Now, I'm getting the word not. Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside. How about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> Chicken in China, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> yeah. The drumstick and your brain starts ticking. Watching X Files when the lights on. We're on a maze on. I hope the smoky man's in this one. Like you watching American Pie? <laughs> I can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad. Oh mate, who's that by? Fuck, I've forgotten what they're called. The bear naked. The bear <laughs> sounds so good in scouts. The bear <laughs> naked ladies. The women. They're naked, and when I say naked, mate, I mean fucking bare naked. In the fucking nip. Twat yeah, out the lot. <laughs> <laughs> Beryl's got a fucking beaver out. Um, <laughs> that's just because we're getting Chinese, and every, I can't, it's like the Manchurian candidate. As soon as someone says, we're getting, should we get Chinese? I'm like, chicken's China. I've got headphones on, I'm listening to you, and Jade just creeped in, be- look. Oh, what's she wearing? Got a little bit of thigh there. What are oh, you she's wearing? Got her ankles because she's been for a shit. All uh, right, nice one. What? You've only you've been for a wee, but you don't want to keep your jeans on in the house. You just you got cold ankles. What the fuck have women got against clothes indoors? It's PJs. <laughs> it's PJs or bare naked ladies in it. No. Bye. Jade's got a. <laughs> She's just got back from putting missing cat posters up. What? She's been going around putting missing cat posters up. Wow. That's fucking weird, isn't it? Because you've not got a cat. It is weird because we haven't got a cat. So her friend's friend's cat has gone missing. Oh, mate. So 
That's one James degree of separation of the- away, mate. You don't need to give a shit about a friend's friend's cat. You've got to give a <laughs> shit about a friend's cat. I mean, you're meant to pretend to give a shit about a friend's friend. It's like, come on. Yeah. She's the only one of any of them that's got a printer. So she spends all morning printing missing cat posters off in the office in here. And also, that it's a black cat and the black ink is on the way out on the printer. <laughs> so there's just this, there's posters all around Liverpool now of a fucking grey cat that doesn't exist that's gone missing. <laughs> Slightly pink and yellow, fine tiddles. <laughs> you don't, come on. Honestly, yeah, that's two, cat. that's one away. You don't have to give a shit about them. <laughs> Do you? If my dog went missing and you had a printer and I didn't, would you print missing dog posters off and drive them over to Liverpool for me? Yeah, you're a mate. Right. If but you're if mate, mate <laughs> I'd be like, no, Adam, fuck off. <laughs> printer ink's fucking expensive, mate. Oh, yeah. So there's posters all around Liverpool of a cat that is literally unrecognisable at the minute. <laughs> have you seen this cat? I haven't if seen it. We don't want to fucking know. <laughs> cat's that? Uh, that's not a cat, it's a rat. Oh, oh, well, she's a good person though, isn't she? Yeah, but that's the problem. When you're in a relationship with someone who's a good person, it becomes a problem after a while. Because first of all, she does shit like that. Where you're like, oh, it's not your problem. Fucking leave it. And also, it's impossible to win an argument with a good person when you're an asshole like me. Mm. Yeah, like it's all well and good. Army oh, partner's such a good person. Yeah, she is. But that's annoying when you're a twat. Okay, I think it's important that you found a good person because otherwise you're going to be with a twat, and then that's twat squared in it, and then that's dangerous. That's this podcast. That, yo, 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 hang on. Absolutely <laughs> makes for great podcasting, but you'll ru- ruin a few like christenings, weddings, dinner parties. Twat squared is that couple who are like, could you pass the salt? Why don't you go, fuck yourself, Brian? And you're like, nice one. That's Nana's birthday party in the bin. <laughs> I th- And also, who wants to who wants to hang out with two good people? You're like, oh, do you just fucking sit around and sniff each other's non-stinky Christian trumps of an evening? Fuck off. Uh, of course, we're both vegan. Oh... No, you have to wait for the talons in the wine. You can't you can't drink wine straight away. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, Theo, Theo, no. He was he was about to drink the wine. Yeah, no, we've just, we've only just opened the wine. He, he was gonna drink it now. You no, see no, 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 no. that relationship needs one of them to be like, oh shut up, you twat. And that it's great, isn't it? It's great. The good person <laughs> is just completely cut off and like the good Oh my goodness me, I do <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I do a little bit too much charity work. And then obviously Darren, you know, he hits me. And it just is a reminder. It's a reminder, a physical reminder that he wants his tea on time. Uh, we've had uh, we've had a little bit of tension in uh, Casa del Nightingale today. Really? Oh, Spill. Yes. Spill. Laura. Those beans. I've got the toast, kid. I've got the toast right here. I want you to come here and spill some fucking beans on this toast, lad. Give me my beans on toast. Here's a toast. It's already buttered. You have you have to do the rest. They're piping hot. All you hot. have to do is spill them oh, beans. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I 
You, you just keep... look towards your door. Like, yeah, is that definitely did. shut? I, I, want, I want sex this May. I want a government handout and a handjob. Um, f- yeah, she's... We had a little... We've had three in t- 48 hours, which to most couples, you're like, mate, we've had three in 48 minutes, you fucking pedestrians. But me and Lars don't argue that much. That's two months worth in fuck, and it's basically because the sun's gone away. We can't use the garden, and we're all tripping over each other. And yeah. you know, like just a little bit of stuff. And I want to crack on. This is my beef. I think she slows the process down of choosing shit for the house because she's got it in her in her head that I'm a bit slapdash and I will just order something and whack it up. So she's like, yes! no, 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 don't do that shit. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've never related to you so much. But there's no research it. Don't just buy it. It might be cheaper on another website by three quid. So we want to save those three pounds over the period of our lifetime. That could be the difference between going on holiday once and going on holiday one point one times. So look (laughs) after the. Look after the three pounds and the holidays will look after themselves. Brilliant. Nice one, Adam. So in 2028, we now don't get a second holiday. You know, brilliant. You know why? Because you dicked away this money on Amazon. <laughs> 73 pounds in a whole year wasted because you just thought of something and ordered it. Yeah, but this is the problem with that. I don't mind her slowing everything, every choice down because I, I've, my taste is like literally, I like it. I can, I'm one of them. I'm like instantly look at something and go, yeah, I don't like it. Like it. I don't think yeah. about it. It's just a, a guttural instrument, like, like a fucking child at the street shop. Like, don't like, like, mm, I've <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. So if she has this great taste, point, which, just one sec. The other night, Jade got a little hack gotcha moment in right. she had a little laugh oh, because I because my impulsive nature fucked me up because I ordered a pair of shorts from nike.com and they were children's <laughs> and then there's that moment when you want to style it out like no no I meant to because I like a tight fit and I'm going to lose weight anyway Just fuck off fuck off <laughs> Nike, are, Nike are a very generous fit fuck off <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking my well. tiny pants and going upstairs <laughs> oh mate, you're getting quite the back catalogue here, aren't you? Skipping ropes, children's shorts. <laughs> I'm not saying you are, but if a finger gets pointed, there's some fucking dodgy evidence knocking around at your house. I don't mind that. The sen- the sensibleness, fine. She thinks I've got shit taste. And if I look around this office with a Super Mario thing and a picture of my own face, yeah, it's not great. I'm honest. I've got a Rick and Morty poster that's one of the best things I've ever seen. Most people would think it's gross. I'm not saying I've got the best taste. However, if you're going to cock block every fucking decision, you've got to make one of your own. And there is a lot of fucking bare walls knocking around here. There is a lot of non-purchases because she's gone, no, no, I'm not sure about that. No, let me think about it. We've been here six months. There's There's walls just like, I'm like, what are we doing? And yeah. that, with the pressure cooker of the quarantine, and me being, she, she shouted, get off my dick. And I think that is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, get off my dick! I was like, wah, 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 wah. so, so, uh, she went for a drive <laughs> to Wales, <laughs> which, to be fair, we live very close to but that's when you know you're being a bellend when you drive when your wife drives to another country <laughs> it's just, not another country <laughs> well a principality um 
so yeah, and I've been out for a little jog that quickly became a walk, and oh, I feel <laughs> fucking great. Do you ever do that? Just I, I oh, think quickly. that's great. Was it like the end jog. of the path? <laughs> so I said to you, Dana, can I just, can we record a little later? I, I need a jog. I was feeling a bit tetchy, tidied up, but then I get bored of that bit of self-diagnosed ADD. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna go jogging. Yeah, it's annoying that. I love her to bits, but it's fucking annoying. And if she keeps going like this, I will fucking leave and I'll go to Ibiza and I'll be a dancer like I've always wanted to. Like the bullshit <laughs> that just bangs around my head. This family, as much as I love them, dragging me down. How many pods could I do? I could do six a day. I could fucking, never mind six a week, I could do six a day. I'll take over the fucking pod game. I'll take over the fucking pod game. I'll get bit, I'm dripping in bitches. I get all these hookups on Tinder that will probably be all in my fucking mind. I, I, it wasn't enough anger. I thought that that frustration was going to have me jogging like, th like you know, thirteen k. I was, gonna, but it wasn't. It was like round the block twice, and then I was like, I just walked back, picked up my prescription on the way home. So yeah, me and Jade had a big fight a couple of weeks ago, and she went for a drive, and like I texted her because she was out for like a couple of hours, but in the middle of the no. night as well. Yeah, I was like, where are you? She's like, nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. And I was like. Okay, cool, but you're okay. That's all I want to know. Yeah. And then the next day when she come back and we talked out, her, where did you go? She went to Tesco and I went, what, three in the morning? She went, yeah, just sat in the car park. <laughs> Have we? Oh, she, was like, she was like, it was far enough away that you wouldn't walk and find me and there was no one else there. So I just had the car park to myself. <laughs> I'm sure we've mentioned it already, but the Dave Twentyman going through that divorce, sitting in the Morrison's car park, when he lied to his missus. Have we done that on the podcast? I don't think so, no. I don't know the story. Oh, it's one of the most... Because I think sitting in a car park when you've had an argument, there's something so fucking, like, real about that. And it's never going to get shown in a film because it's not good human drama, is it? But it's so real to just be like, I didn't know where to go. It was the middle of the fucking night. So I sat in a car park and looked at Instagram. Twentyman now Dave Twentyman is a circuit comedian and a, he's a good lad lives in St Helens he's so northern it's eye-watering in places he makes me sound so unnorthern you could honestly start hearing a French accent in our speak because he's like oh, no, I'm from fucking St Helens me it's the most northern thing I've ever heard sounds like the fucking mating call of an elk like yeah! <laughs> and he was going through some difficulties in his relationship They're, they sorted him out they're all good now. But he had a gig cancelled at like two in the afternoon and he was meant to be setting off at four and getting back about half eleven. And it got cancelled. And just because he wanted a bit of peace and quiet from his wife and the kids, he pretended that the gig was still going on, got in his car at four, got in his car at four o'clock, drove around to the, not the local Morrisons, the next one over and sat in the car park till about 20 past 11 and then drove home. He just read his fucking novel. <laughs> <laughs> there's something so unrock and roll and brutal about that like yeah yeah so you look was it a good gig oh yeah it was all right yeah yeah it was all right 
Now then, lads, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you part like a bell end, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tires, acid stripping and shot blasting, tire fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have a Word with Adam and Dave. You okay? Man. You seem distracted. Yeah. What go on? What go on? I was just looking. I was looking at how much sugar's in this drink. I'm trying to cut as much sugar out as oh, possible. Oh, fuckity fuck nots. Is it one of them? I don't have sugar in my coffee, so that's sound because I've started drinking coffee again because I set my machine up as we spoke about uh, yesterday. Um, I've stopped having sugar in my tea. I normally have two heaped spoons of sugar in my tea, cut it out, no sugar there. Yeah. Stopped having fizzy drinks apart from beer. Um, these Robinsons refreshed are quite good. They're, they're high water content, but there is 10 grams of sugar in each one, so I can only have one of these a day. Yeah. They're not, yeah, they're not ideal, are they? But I wonder what a, a, a pint of cordial is going to be, you know, because that feels like the non-sugary affair. But they are, they're fucking sugary. Those things, aren't they? Like when you Robinsons say a pint or of cordial. Yeah. You mean one part a, cordial to I'm, eight parts water? Yeah, I mean diluted. You fucking animal! <laughs> what kind of Please. stag do challenge is that? Right, pint of Ribena and don't go blind from diabetes. Go, yeah, go, go. I, when I was a kid, I used to drink just cordial. I didn't put water in it. <laughs> you heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I the only one that when they invented double strength concentrate cordial, I was like, where the fuck's this been? What are you doing? Like, is that... Why wasn't that possible before? Well, we've just made it twice as more, you know, concentrated. Because... It's because, right? Cordial technology is really. Want to double concentrate it because they can't charge twice as much for it. They just can't. So it wasn't economically viable it's for them the to do that. The fucking Illuminati. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. I got fucking Jeff Bezos and fucking Hillary Trump have got their fingers right in Ribena and fucking and Kiara. Um, you see, and apparently, um, apparently, Bill Gates. Wants to kill us all, right? That's why. That's why Corona's happening. Apparently, that was on the uh, BBC, Gates, was it? Bill Gates is fuming because, uh, like, trafficking that. So he's invented the coronavirus so that he can. He's bought the patents for the vaccine. So as soon as a vaccine comes out, 
Bill Gates buys it. It's automatic uh, worldwide pattern for that. So he's gonna he's doing it. He's gonna put microchips in the vaccine. Yeah. So like you know, like if you got you know if your dog goes missing, it's got a microchip, and you be like, "There's your dog, lads, over there." Yeah, yeah. They're doing that with humans, and uh, right. they're gonna be able to turn it on and off. So like if they just like yeah. Dan Nightingale's doing our head in, he's his podcast's getting too big. It could influence elections, and he's left wing. We want oh, a right wing yeah. government. Oh yeah. You can just turn your microchip off, gone, lad. And I'm dead. done. And we're just done. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, it's not the worst way to go, is it? Just being clicked off, it's being turned off. I do worry. Do you know what, I do worry you know, about a slow, painful death. You know, I'd love to just be clicked off. Be like seventy nine, starting to feel a bit rickety. Laura, <laughs> turn it off like a light switch. The ghost click. What? I just flipped the switch. Really, um, honestly, I've seen I've seen slow, painful death up close, and it looks like I mean, unsurprisingly, a bit of a fucking ball ache. So. I actually think bus, as much as it sounds horrific, just bus. Just Drive fucking, in front of a bus. Uh, we've got some. We've got your test results back, Mister Nightingale. And no, don't go out the window. Vump, I'm out. I'm flying. That's thank fuck it's a tall hospital. I'm out of there. You know, if like you had no family, so Laura's gone. Ethers estranged. Matter of time. Yeah. Matter of time. Yeah. So you're on your own and you, all your other relatives have either left you or they're dead. It's but just I've, you. But I've got, got fucking great artwork everywhere that I chose and it went up really <laughs> fucking quick. You heard! Go on, sorry, sorry, sorry. Getting angry. And then you get a terminal illness, right? You get told, look, lad, you've got three months and then we're turning your chip off or you're, you're going to die of AIDS or something. you got right? cancer of the AIDS. you got cancer of the AIDS and when that happens, we turn your chip off after three months. What would you do? Like, would you wallow? Would you this? Would you that? Am I ill for this three months? No. Right. I so am. Got- if I've got no family and three yeah. months, I would not survive the three months. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Have you ever seen someone snort cocaine off the counter of five guys while they were waiting for two cheeseburgers cause and I'll use that fiver that they've always got in the tips jar as the fucking note to snort it with I'm telling you it would go big really quickly in fact what's to stop people when they get told they're ill just like racking up the debt does the debt get handed on to whoever's in your will or whatever it does in real life it does yeah your debt it goes to your next of kin but if you're a strange, oh, that'd be a ball, yeah. wouldn't it? If we were strange and Etta was like, yeah, I've never spoke to my dad. Etta, we've got some bad news. I don't even know him. I don't care. No, I don't, all he I wanted don't. to do was podcast. And then. I don't think she'd be liable for that. All right. Well, then I'm making a quick call thought, to NetWest Bank. Answer. I'm going to have like. I've been thinking about this for about 10 years now. And. Because um... <laughs> you were given 10 years to live at 18. Listen, lad, <laughs> you're not in great shape. <laughs> but I'm only 18. I... I'd rack up a massive debt as much as I can. Try and keep, you have to try and keep the fact you've got a terminal illness off like your applications because then they'll be like, where are we getting our money from? <laughs> can you imagine? And- That's where being a twat's good, isn't it? Like, if you're two nice people, like, oh, we're both ill, we're going to die. Uh, have you got any illnesses? Oh, Graham, I'm, I need to say it. It would be dishonest if we didn't. <laughs> I've got cancer of the AIDS. I'd um, get like, I don't know, 50 grand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 grand. You know, something, something tied you over. Um, yeah. 
and going Vegas. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First gambling. class. First class. Yeah. Who, you, who are you taking? Who are you taking, Adam? No one. Huh? No one. I'm get. I'm. I'm banging as many prostitutes as I can in Vegas. Hey, but I'm a strange at this point. I want to be there with you, so banging prostitutes. No, 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 no. What about no. Carl? No. Freddie's definitely up for it. All gone. All oh, right, you've got no one. Pissed them all off. They're all gone. Going on my own. Smashing through as many prosy pussy as I can. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the, the turns of phrase that you select are startling. Even though we've been doing... I've known you years. Fucking prosy pussy. <laughs> I'm smashing the prosy puss puss. Right. <clears throat> we got scouse pussy. Welsh pussy. Wool pussy. Go on. And with me last whatever money it takes to do this with, I'd save it, right? I'm flying from Vegas to New York. I'm dressing as Superman. Oh, and I'm yeah. jumping off the Empire State Building. That's a very selfish death, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Who are you hitting? Who are you hitting at the bottom? <laughs> Some poor fucking dickhead tourist. Like, oh my God, it's our, it's our dream to be here. Oh, I'd aim We've come for a all bit the way no from people. fuckwit, Illinois. I'd aim for a bit where there's no people. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine how the trauma involved if you are little fucking little Trey... <laughs> He's like 12 years old. His mum and dad, that he loves them to bits. He's there with his sister. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you just walk in in New York and then you hear, Come out the fucking way! Louder and louder. You look up and you just, you just see a large <laughs> round flash of red and blue and then a tubby scouse lad explodes on the pavement killing your fucking parents and sister. The level of stress that and little Trey's like, <laughs> Mom, Dad. Little Trey's there dressed as Superman Mom. as well. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's just got bits of Adam. He's got bits of Adam Row and fucking cape all over him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite bit of that was the. How, how in your head, even though you're about a kilometer from the ground, you could be like, hey, hey, everyone, clear the way, lads. Oh, oh, I don't know. You just like, you time you jump. Yeah. For like the traffic lights so that you land in the middle of like a junction. <laughs> so there's no want, cars. I don't want you to die, but I'd love to see it. Oh. Be like right the traffic's going now and in 20 whatever seconds it'll stop and i need to land there then so i need to jump now traffic stops right in the middle bang yeah i do not like the building jump option the more i'm thinking about it because i don't want the thinking time of changing my mind i don't want to look i don't want to turn your chip off tomorrow anyway see Yes, but this chip thing makes it to I think the three months you've got three months to live you've got this your heart's gonna pop you've just got you've just it's it's actually the med medical term is dickhead's heart yeah you, 
you're really not meant to eat that much Haribo when you're 40, Dan. That's what's happened. It's the sweeties are for kids. They, you can't have a Haribo lunch. So you got, you've got something we call in the medical industry, uh, dickhead heart, and it's just going to go in three months. Then it's not the chip. I, I don't know. You've still got that unknown, haven't you? I just think, I just think you see the bus, you can't change your mind as you step in front of the bus. I think <laughs> the Empire State Building is enough time for you to, to go, I'm fucking doing this. I'm taking control. Fuck this. Ah, oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> and then just the last bit, like, get out the fucking hold. <laughs> it's so brutal. Nah, I reckon I could do it. Yeah. I don't like heights, so I'd rather be down anyway. What do you mean you don't like heights? So th- I don't like like when I'm on the edge of a building, I'm like, whoa. So sorry, you, you've got a fear of heights, so that's how you want to go. Yeah. What a time to conquer your fear. Yeah. <laughs> the fu- the, the, the fucking is, to-do list flapping in the, the thing, fucking wind. The thing is, though, like, that would be a way to prove your fear, right, wouldn't it? Like, because your fear is, oh, if I fall off, I'm fucked. And then you fall off and you're fucked. Yeah. What are the... I, I, I don't like heights. I don't go on roller coasters or anything like that. I'm not into it. Yeah. yeah. Been on a few, but like the big ones and the upside down ones, not for me. And you always get fucking people like, oh, well, you're more likely to die in the car on the way there than on the rides. It's like, well, I'm not going, so I'm not going to be in the car either. You're that fucked. <laughs> Yeah, statistic, uh, statistically speaking. I'm coming to hold your bags. Go fuck yourself. That fear of dying on a roller coaster isn't actually... It's it's fear of dying like a dickhead. Because if you die in a car accident, everyone's like, oh, Adam, he drove a lot for his work and it was his passion, it was his life, and he was going to be amazing, and it's just such a tragedy. But if you die because you're too fat for the fucking straps and you fall out of Rita at Alton Towers, everyone's like, have you heard about... Like, <laughs> you you become... You don't want to get your death retweeted that many times. Fucking <laughs> comedian falls off Rita at fucking Alton Towers. <laughs> it's just a bell-ends death. I... I don't want to get eaten. I mean, that sounds like what? It's, it's ground. It's not groundbreaking, but that you'll be okay. That's <laughs> that is one of my oh fuck. When people are like you just ended it, you just got in the tiger cage. What? Just threw themselves in the enclosure. That's no. Did the fuck ever does that? No, I don't know. No oh. one's ever committed suicide by tiger. Nah. Death by tiger. No, people have been killed by tigers, but no one's voluntarily gone that way. That's fucking mental. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself where you're going. Chester fucking zoo, mate. That's where I'm going. Do you you never get that impulse thing of being like, I know I shouldn't try and jump in here, but God, I wonder what would happen if I just did. I have thought, like, if I get in with the monkeys, could I make mates with them? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, when you see the monkey cage and you're like, they're all just having a laugh and that. I reckon I could get in there and, like, Take a footy with me. See what happens. Yeah, you get your fucking face ripped off near a football. Oh, monkeys are sound. Yeah. yeah. You're thinking of orangutans. They're the fucking knobheads. Little monkeys are sound. Baboons are f- baboons look a bit rough, don't they? Yeah. With the fucking prolapses. Little, chi- little, little, 
Chimpy monkeys. Little chimpy monkeys. Yeah, they are. They're sound, aren't they? Gorillas, though. You don't want to fuck with them because they're like the grumpy dads of the the monkey world, aren't they? Yeah. Gorillas are like fucking get away, mate. I can't remember what we're talking about. Well, we haven't started the second section yet and we've been doing it for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. I honestly don't want you to kill yourself, but please do it Superman style off the Empire State. If I ever do decide to do it, then I will do it that way. Uh, we got a breakup story from Andy Robson. Evening, guys. Been listening to Adam on Red Men for a while and naturally jumped straight on the pod when you launched it. Have to say, you're both producing an amazing podcast and I hope you can keep it up for as long as uh, for long to come. Six, Thanks, Andy, bro. Uh, onto the submission. Finally, got round to sending in my breakup story, and it may be slightly long, but the bonus is that it doubles as a have a word winner. Oh, we'll see about that, Andy. Okay. Um, I'm Andy, but I've given suggested names for others. So I've been seeing this girl, Jen, for roughly a year, and she started to get a bit possessive and jealous, and just generally making the relationship a bit of a chore. So I figured I'd end it before it got any further, which I think is fucking sensible. In Brave the as well. Hard to do that. Hard to just smell a rat and go, fuck this. It's hard to make that decision. Yeah. In the month or so prior, she'd written off her car, and as I had a motorbike, I'd let her use my car exclusively, as I rarely used it, and she couldn't afford a new one straight away. When I was trying, trying to break up with her, I said she was more than welcome to keep using the car until she sorted herself one out and I'd just come and get it back when all was sorted. I thought this what was a, a nice, stupid guy. <laughs> I thought this was a, a brilliant way mistake. to smooth the break of life. I can see what he's doing though. Yeah. Look, we should no but look, we should stay friends. You can keep using the car, and I can't foresee any potential problems with this. I am ending it. I'm ending it. But that thing of mine you've got that is worth £5,000 and incredibly useless, useful, you keep it. You just keep it for a while. <laughs> and let just let's, let you simmer on the anger. Uh, the breakup lasted three days. <laughs> oh, gee, gee. Breakup? Yeah. As in they got back together or it took three days for him to break up with her? It took three days to break up with her. Because this bitch is crazy. That's insane. Yeah, but sometimes it's not as easy as the old clean break because you're trying it's to short, be, you know? but you're trying to be diplomatic about it, aren't you? You're trying to be like, hey, hey, it's me. He was yeah, scared of it, it, wasn't he? That's what it is. He was scared what she would do to him and his property because otherwise hard. you just, it's over get out my house he's like I need to do this delicately so she doesn't come and petrol bomb my bedroom <laughs> you've net you don't end things like it's over get out of my house though do you because then that's no but you can be a bit more blunt than let's discuss this for 72 hours <laughs> I think every time you break up with someone you need to as much as possible you need it to be like it's just it's like gently pushing a boat out <laughs> just just gently just you want to go oh don't want any too much splashing you don't want to fall in the water you don't want to fucking push it too hard so the person in the boat falls out and then you've got to grab them and pull them back to just just gently me of Bill Bear's routine oh, yeah. about letting go of religion fucking 
when he's what is he put he's curling the curling guys yeah, yeah. I, it looks it like you're long for the whole journey and then just out of nowhere you just fucking <laughs> that's what you want if you push to so that's what he's trying to do because and this is not just women fucking exes are cray cray and they will they'll fuck your life up they'll start ringing the authorities like just want to let you know I just want to let you know <laughs> As a concerned citizen, I think you should have a look at this cunt's bank accounts. Oh, Jesus. A month or so passes, and I gently inquire about her situation with a new car. And he's putting capitals. I know! The idea was flawed from the beginning. She doesn't reply. Shock fucking horror. I continue to call, text, instant message, but nothing. So, I go to her house... And she finally answers and proceeds um, and says she's not giving me the car, which is locked, <laughs> which is locked in her garage, and closes the door on me. So you can't do anything about that, can you? He's baffled. I come out. Is she on the insurance? Is she a name driver on the insurance? Well, she's got it. She's got to be she's insured be. in some way, hasn't she? Because he he's been driving it. Then, can he? So he's come out come out of his stun stupor and figure out I call the police and he's just putting brackets grass because he knows he's telling you on a podcast <laughs> to see what I can do and the answer is fuck all the police told him fuck all I'd handed over the car she was insured and it was on her property so I had zero rights regardless yeah. of the V5 paperwork and I had to leave it there over the next couple of weeks my friend let's say Jake had offered to drive past her place of, of work each morning and see if the car was there, which it never was, until it was. So Jake, mm. his mate, had been doing a fucking drive-by and he's got the uh, he's got the spare key. So Jake called me up one morning and took me to my beloved Fiat Punto. Oh, for fuck's sake, mate. Oh my god. Let it go. Let it go. It's just a Fiat Punto. Mate, I honestly was so invested in this story until I read the two words Fiat Punto. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What were you picturing? A fucking Lambo. Something <laughs> nice. So like a souped up. I knew it wasn't gonna be a Lambo. Who who the fuck is lending an ex girlfriend a Lamborghini? That's when you know your life's gone too well. No, you should keep the Maserati. I will use my skateboard. <laughs> and so Jake Jake came to get him and they proceeded to steal his car from her work. He's literally he robbed his own I proceeded car to steal my own car from a from a work car park with a spare key. Time of my life. Luckily, since I'm not posh enough to have a garage, she never came back for it. Return the key or even contact me regarding the restolen punto. Fucking beautiful. I love it. I just love it. I love the stupidity of him, and I love the fact he had to dun 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 go and steal his own fucking car back. He from must her have walked out of work that day and been like, "Where the fuck? Oh, he's got it, and he." <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you can't ring the police like my car's been stolen is it your you car buy the legal owner <laughs> <laughs> it must be the same for drug dealers when they have other drug dealers steal their shit they must be like oh no someone's stolen the drugs call the oh, 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. How does it double as I have a word? You want to see? Yeah. Fast forward. Um, I mean, have I officially hijacked your have a words? No. Fast forward almost two years. My friend, call him Roger, wants to buy the Punto, but he knows the check had passed. Obviously, I love this story, so I've told everyone. He tells me he won't buy the car unless I get the spare key back from this crazy bitch that he's not spoken to in two years, and he doesn't budge. Regardless of my attempt or reasoning, he doesn't live anywhere nearer. He says, no, Roger's I'm not buying not it. Bad. So, Andrew thinks, fuck it. I'll message her sheepishly on Facebook. And I actually managed to get the spare key back. So he's. Wow. Will you have a word with Roger if you how judge many, him in the wrong? Wait, 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 hang on. So how long after he robbed it back was this? Two years after it's been robbed back, Roger is like, "I'll buy that car," but knows the story and goes, "I'm not giving you a penny until that crazy bitch has given you the key back." So he has to. <laughs> Andy has to message her on Facebook. So basically, Roger makes him I, get in touch with his ex initial, and get the key back. My initial response was that Roger was a knobhead, right? I'd like to retract that because this bitch is clearly as crazy as Roger thinks. And I'll tell you why. Go on. It's two years later and she still got the key. And not only got the key, it's not in the attic, in a box, or somewhere it could just be forgotten about. She knows where it is to the point where when her ex-boyfriend messages her on Facebook and says, can I have my key back? She can get it quite easily and give it to him. She was planning at some point to steal the car back again. No, That's why she kept that key for so fucking long. <laughs> why else has she still got the key in an easily accessible place? I want I want to know what Andy did when he had to go around and get like how awkward is that like the most Hi. awkward Gumtree Facebook <laughs> like you know marketplace like hi uh, I've come for the key of the car that's mine and you tried to steal thank you hope you're well okay go fuck yourself bye bye me and Jade bought our couch off Facebook marketplace right yeah and it was listed on Facebook marketplace second hand big leather L-shaped couch yeah for like 350 quid but it was also listed on eBay for a buy now price of 200 right right so we turned up having messaged it on Facebook I'm like, yeah, we've come for the couch. She was like, oh, yeah, come in. And we're like, yeah, we'll take it. She was like, okay, cool. So that's uh, 350 because we've contacted it on Facebook and we were like, hey, hey, hang on. We noticed that it's on eBay for 200 quid. So we we were thinking it was 200 quid, actually. So we'll take it for 200, but we're not taking it for 350. And you could just see her eyes go, ugh, they found it. And we got it for 200 quid. Mate, <laughs> that's bad online selling, that is. Like yeah. she's got her numbers the wrong way, and she should be three fifty on eBay because they're going to take a slice of that. It should be yeah. cheaper on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe it was that way round. Well, I can't remember. Fuck it. But it was one. It was yeah. You got your cheaper couch. We got two hundred quid for a big fuck off L shaped couch, and it's boss. You've got to be able to stand there and do that and be like, I am stood in your home. I know you want rid of this couch. I've got a van outside and I'm going to stay you down and be the cunt who haggles in your living room while your kids are squawking around the corner. 
I've had someone try and haggle with me, but I'm I'm too staunch. So we had a big uh, when we first moved in here to the house. When we were in the flat, we bought that couch, right? And that pretty much filled the living room in the flat because it was a bit smaller. When we moved in here, we were like, we need a chair or a smaller sofa. We need something else in the living room. Jade's mum and dad had two like big Barker lounges, two recliner chairs, right? Like living room ones. So they were like, look, we were going to throw them away or sell. They, we, they, we were going to sell them, but we were thinking, you're moving into your house, little welcome present. They're, they're worth a couple of hundred quid each, but you can have these two chairs. So Jade's like, yeah, we'd love them. And I was like, well, we only fucking need one, really. Jay was like, no, we're having both. I'm going to put one in the bedroom. That's going to be me reading chair. It sat in the bedroom, taking up a lot of space for nine months. And she never once sat in it and read. And then yeah. eventually we were like, right, we'll sell this. Um, well, I, I wanted to sell it immediately, but Jade eventually caved and was like, okay, we can sell it. So she put it on Facebook and this couple turned up and it was on Facebook for I think initially for like 100 quid then we knocked it down to 80 and at 80 quid the couple from St. Helens or something like yeah we'll have that and they turned up and I was like okay cool do you want to give us a hand with it to the lads and we both put it in their van slash car or whatever they had this was not that long ago and then the guy comes up to me and his missus had clearly gone just try and fucking negotiate and get a bit cheaper and he was like hey was just wondering whether you'd be willing to accept like 60 for it and I went no and he went, oh, okay, no worries. <laughs> Gave me 80 quid. It was the worst attempt at negotiating. It was already in his car. I was like, no, 80 quid, dickhead. Oh, you just have to awkwardly get it out again? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you always... It's like tipping, isn't it? When you put a bid in on, like, Marketplace or any of that Gumtree, you always basically take fucking 20 quid off, don't you? you got to. Yeah. you got to. <laughs> like, it's not... But to do it when the shit's in the van... It clearly never negotiated before shit. Like they'd have had a chat in the car and away. They no, what we'll do is right. Think about it. We'll get him to help us put it in the van because once it's in the van, he doesn't want to put it back in his house, does he? So we'll do it that way. Get it in the car and then negotiate. <laughs> like, this is fucking stupid. You've already got it, lad. Give me me eighty quid or I'll knock you out. I can't believe you let someone put the item in the fucking van without having the cash off them. Well, I wouldn't have let them both get back in the car. Because it, it's one of them where you're like, hi, are you here for this? Give me the money before you even fucking touch it with your grubby Facebook market hands. The thing is, though, like, if they tried to go away, I would do more damage to their car with my baseball bat before they could get away than the the chair was worth. I don't know what I want to see more. That incident or your Superman death. But they like, where we would live, both be fucking it, social media worthy. We live right at the end of a like a, a cul-de-sac a close but the way it works is so we we live here and to get in you have to do you have to go around in like a square but there's a walkway so by the time they'd got in the car and driven halfway around the square i could run down the walkway and be waiting with a baseball bat to twat one of their windows out and that's going to cost them more than the, the chair was going to cost wouldn't it Shut up! <laughs> really, really, really scouse moment at the end of all that. By the way, I think Roger was a douchebag for making anyone who's been in a nasty relationship, you know, full well, don't make a mate go back there. Never go back to a fucking lit firework. I got a TV production company tried to get me to go back to an ex because they were making a TV show and they wanted me to be in the pilot. It was called uh, Eating With My Ex. 
This was about a year ago, and they were like, "When you get in touch with one of your ex girlfriends, and you just go for dinner and talk about where it went wrong, this, that, and the other." And I was like to Jade, "Can I do this?" And she's like, "Well, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not going to tell you you can't do a TV job." And I contacted my ex, and she was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> what did you get? Did they get paid as well? No, I'd have got like three grand, and she'd have got nothing. <laughs> what the? F- I offered her. A, I offered her a grand of it. I said, "I'll give you the grand of it if you do it." Now, now I'm your ex, and I'm your fucking agent as well. <laughs> I'd have had pie and mash with me ex for a couple of grand. Absolutely. Where, where would you take her? Where would you take her? Not somewhere good. The pub, <laughs> right? Go for a pub lunch. Just a pub you Gammon. never you never want to go in again. <laughs> e. Now let's have a word from our sponsors, and then we'll do a proper have a wit. Doing these adverts makes me want to go to Vauxhall Comedy Club so much. When the shutdown is over, when we're free, when venues are open again, if you like comedy and you're in London, or if you're visiting the Big Smoke, go and watch some live stand-up at the Vauxhall Comedy Club. It's just over the water, near the West End, really central. On a Friday and Saturday night, they have an amazing offer where they do as much booze as you can get, a bottomless booze comedy night. Amazing comedians from the TV, from the circuit. It's 90 minutes, free wine, cider, beer, and it's just 25 quid there's also a spirit and mixer bottomless ticket and there's also an entry ticket that's just 10 pounds Vauxhall Comedy Club is open Monday to Saturday and it's right next to the amazing Vauxhall Street Food Garden so obviously right now you can't go but as soon as you can get down there enjoy yourself Adam's played it I'm looking forward to playing it and in the meantime hit them up on socials at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook the show is 18 and over so if you look young and fresh take your ID and if you look like me fucking granddad Dave you'll get right in see you there Vauxhall Comedy Club nice one two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is Have A Word so, um, we've noticed over the past couple of days, a couple of more people are signing up to the Patreon, which uh, we're very grateful for. And I think that's because people are trying to get in before we do the cutoff to get these tickets, which is very good. So thank you very much, as always, to all of our Patreon members. And if you want to join up, go to patreon.com slash haveawordpod. And by Sunday night, do that, please. If you would like some free tickets to the big thank you show that we're going to do when the shutdown is over you've got a few more days left we try not to bang on about the Patreon too much um, during the week now because we just do that Monday episode where we talk about it a little bit um, but just given that we're doing a cut off at the end of this week thought it was worth mentioning probably mention it again at the weekend if anyone wants to get in before it's too late um, gotta have a word for you from uh, have a word celeb from early on very popular with our listeners, Miss Becky Hedden. Um, Becky, as some of you will know, works at Hot Water Comedy Club. She's a friend of the podcast. She's a friend of mine, a friend of Dan's. And she's she's contacted us with a have a word. Are you ready for this, Dan? Oh, yeah. Hi, friends. How are you? Got another have a word for you. I've been with James, her partner. I don't think they're married. Maybe they are, but I don't think they are. I've been with James now for 10 plus... Oh, they are married. Oh, maybe not. Been with James now for 10 plus years. House, babies, weddings, etc., etc. Usual shite. Now, that length of time to be with someone is the amount of time that you would assume that your other half would see 
things that aren't necessarily romantic and beautiful. For example, I shit in front of him, I fart in front of him, I pick me nose, etc. She's a lady. Now, now, James thinks this is the most... Th- sorry. Now, James thinks the most disgusting thing in the world is to share cutlery, as in a knife and fork. This is the same boy who regularly licks my bum hole and has watched me push two kids out of my fanny. He thinks sharing a fork or using the same knife as me to make toast is unhygienic. Have a word with the daft prick before I start wiping my ass with all the spoons in the house. <laughs> Shut up. She's so scouts. She's so scouts. Oh, mate. I fucking love that woman. What do you reckon? Yeah, what's he fucking on about? <laughs> what is he? Mate, I am so not bothered about that shit. I'm dead. My natural proclivities makes me da- dangerous for the coronavirus. If like, if you touch that and you touch that and like, pfft. I remember having to share chewing gum with someone as as like. Was it, a, was it a play? Was I in a play when I was a young and we there was a bit about sharing ch- was it something to do with tissue oh hang on I can't remember anyway I'm just they were like oh would it be alright I'm like I'm not fucking bothered as long as it's not some like absolute muntu who's like shit my chewing gum I'm not bothered I'm not that doesn't freak me out that sort of stuff I've got a kid I watch her pick around her own bum hole and then fucking touch everything around the house unless I was just literally shooting Dettol from every fucking it's thanks just, for warning me about that before I came round Jesus a, every kid's are just a fucking dirtbag but I just don't I'm not bothered what's the point Jade's a bit like a bit like James right she'd be like I'm not using that you've used it and then the dog will come and lick her face and she's like oh I'll give him mummy kisses I'm like she licks her own bum hole Jade you've got dog bum hole in your moustache exactly they're the fucking worst they're having a sniff of other dogs bum holes and then coming home like come on let's give a little hug and kisses for the dog <laughs> here's one how are you with toothbrushes Um, Jade's toothbrush is the only one you can find would you use it would you be bothered <sighs> Here's the thing. I would use it for, like, on the off chance. Right. On, not the off chance. On a one-off, right? So if, like, I don't know, let's say I go to brush my teeth, I drop my toothbrush in the toilet, that toothbrush is gone forever. There's no other clean ones or fresh ones in the house. Still in a packet. So I'm like, I need to brush my teeth. I would use Jade's toothbrush, but then that day I would go and buy a new one. For her? I'd use it on, no. Right. I'd go and buy two new ones. Right. I'd get her some fresh toothbrushes. So I understand that when it's an absolute necessity to go, oh, I've got to brush my teeth, it's the only one there. But couples who long-term share a toothbrush, you're disgusting. You're a nasty bitch. You're upset me. It's not... I, I just find it weird. Oh yeah, that is a bit weird. Although I I do not give a this shit about that. Our sort of toothbrush. Ah uh, no, that doesn't happen, does it? Please tell me that doesn't actually fucking happen. It does it fucking does, mate? There's people who have a have a communal toothbrush for the house. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's probably grubby, but I'm like, nah, fucking, it's fine, isn't it? But Laura does not feel the same. <laughs> it's like if I do it, I've then got to like, you know. 
like a murderer, got to fucking rechase my steps, clean off the toothbrush and then put it back exactly how she has it. Otherwise, just randomly of a morning, you'll hear, what the fuck? You're like, oh, God, my fault. Sorry. It was dark when I was brushing my teeth. She fucking hates it. <laughs> I'm just not bothered about that stuff. I'm, I think I'm a bit grubby for that. Uh, I love it that she has a bum all licked and that she says it on a fucking podcast. I love it. I hate yeah. Nothing wrong with getting your bum all licked, though. It's licking a bum all. That's a, a bit disgusting. Isn't it? I, would, I mean, I do it. Oh, I, I do not want it done to me. Oh, but I'll have a good lick. Of, all oh, no, 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 sir. No, sir. Why? Who's doing that, Laura? Oh. Well, you'd hope so. Well, yeah, in theory. <laughs> no, there's two. That's, that's a dangerous game down there, mate. <laughs> I don't mind doing it though. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've been to. But I mean, if I'll use my wife's toothbrush, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'm not bothered. But I know I don't want anyone going down there. I've said this before. That's a fucking dangerous area. Why? Because I, I trump uncontrollably. It's gonna ruin your Tuesday, that and it. Letting rip <laughs> right in your wife's nostrils, like. Ah, ah, I still can't smell Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I'd like me bum all lick, but it's hard to get that done when you've got IBS. You can't you can't tell someone you've got IBS and then have them lick your bum all. It has to be the other way around. You have to wait till they're done before you let that secret out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a that's it's like cards on the table. <laughs> that's why yeah. I don't think it's very easy. Cards on the table, keys in the bowl. <laughs> when you get to a certain point of life with all your like IBS and all your fucking weird little things that you do. I think it's really hard going back out there. Like, how could you say that to a girl like, yeah, I'm into some pretty freaky stuff, particularly if I'm hungover. But just before you go snuffling for truffles down in... <laughs> down near the gooch, like, can I tell you I've got IBS? That is a fucking horrific conversation. I'd rather go and get a spare key off an ex for a Fiat Punto and have to tell a new, a new squeeze that I had IBS. Yeah. It's an awkward conversation to have. Have you had to? Did you have to do it with Jade? No, because she's the one who diagnosed my IBS. Oh, well, that's fine, <laughs> isn't it? She's a doctor. Sometimes when we get to the end of a have a word, it freaks me out that what we always sort of talk ourselves into like a conversational dark place, and then go, and then there's this awful look. It's almost like filthy sex when you look at each other. And you just afterwards, and you and we have this moment where we look at each other like, oh my god, I can't believe we said some of those things to each other. And then both of us are like, ah, I need to not do this again for at least twenty four hours. But then we go, okay, let's play the band of a up and coming musician who's got hope in the heart and a song in the soul. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah, you've got to tell someone you've got IBS before they lick your bum hole. Anyway, today's band. <laughs> Funny, 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 funny. Anyway, today's band. <laughs> <laughs> That's been Have a Word with Adam and oh, Dad. God, he's you singing an outro. All the problems that you had with your friends, we solved them for you. And you got your bum we'll licked. Um, today's band is called Spring Bar. They're from Skem. Oh. They're from Scam. They don't give a fuck about bum licking in Scam. That's fine. So they're called Spring Bar. They're from Scammers now. Disgusting! 
They are available on Spotify. So they are Twitter is Spring Bar Band. Instagram is the same. This is their song. It's called Like a Brother. I hope people get the call back. <laughs> Does uh, Adam's IBS make him weirdly racist at the end of podcasts? <laughs> oh, that's a hell of an accusation. <laughs> what are they called again, the band? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh. On the podcast. Oh, dear. Um, Go ahead, fuck off. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Zilid. I need some money to get my car back on the road again. Probably shouldn't go I really want to see my friends I don't always tell you But I love you like a brother I need you in my life So pick me up from the table that you drag me Cooper